but I had to throw hands today because someone said ice dancing was not a sport. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Not How I Remember It podcast uh, with Mandy and Jenny. This week, we are going to talk about a book from the Nancy Drew series, The Mystery at Lilac Inn, written by Carolyn Keene. Or was it? Yeah, right. <laughs> that I was going to say, who wasn't actually a person. <laughs> was that didn't... disappointing to you? Well, I just... Uh, I. I am I'm still like sort of um amazed by ghostwriters. Yeah. I think why not just let that person get credit for writing the book? I don't know. I mean, I realize that this this series has approximately, I think when I looked it up, 300 books and different the Nancy Drew and then Nancy Drew Mysteries and mm-hmm. Nancy Drew Files and I don't know, Nancy Drew Saves the World, I don't know. <laughs> so I understand that, you know, one person couldn't produce that many books, but I don't know, it's just it's an interesting concept to me to be like um what was it? We had this with one other book. What was it? The Sweet Valley High? Was that yeah. what it was with a mm-hmm. ghostwriter? Like someone oh, came yeah, up with yeah. the idea and then other people sort of chimed in. So, yeah, it's just an interesting concept to me. Yeah. And Nancy Drew, like you said, has been around for years and years. Um, the first ones were published in the 1930s, I believe. And then uh, we'll get into this. But a lot of them were then rewritten in the 1960s to update them from problems that they first saw happening with racism, et cetera. And uh, it's <laughs> it's funny because 1960 is in, in a world of its own and what they thought was racist, not racist then is questionable right. now. So it's it's a really interesting history lesson. Right. I thought I also found it interesting how many people like when I was reading more about Nancy Drew mentioned her as an inspiration to them that they could be anything they want. There were like Supreme Court justices and secretaries of state and first ladies. And I was like, this was I didn't have the same effect on me. <laughs> I really liked her when I was younger. I enjoyed the stories. I thought she was kind of cool, but I didn't have, it didn't have the same effect on me now at all. No. And I I feel really bad about that because I don't want to tear down poor Nancy Drew because I did really love the books, but, uh, but for maybe if those of you who haven't read it, uh, she, I was going to read the back, but apparently, (laughs) There isn't a back on that one. There is not a back. So I will. She was a spinoff from the Hardy Boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I I love that in the 1930s, they're like, they just don't have to be boy detectives. There can also be a girl detective. So that's, you know, cool. I like that. Yeah. And that that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's see. The mystery of the Lilac Inn. Uh, does it give a little blurb here? Uh, it's the fourth volume in the Nancy Drew series. And it was originally published in 1930. And one of the eight titles to have a new story revised in 1961. So the one that we read is the 1961 version, I'm assuming. And uh, the story revolves around Emily Willoughby's jewels. Uh 
So this time, Nancy and her friend Helen travel to the historic Lilac Inn. The resort is owned by Emily and her fiancé, Dick, which will serve as their livelihood after marriage. And the Lilac Inn is uh, being haunted by a mysterious glowing woman in a flowing gown with brunette hair. But I thought she had blonde hair. Anyway, uh, let's see. Waitresses leave the restaurant. I don't know. This is sort of a rambling summary here. (laughs) Waitresses leave the restaurant based upon their fear. And Nancy is called to investigate. And uh, yeah, so that's a this is a very long summary. But basically, she goes to the inn with two of her. Is it one of her friends? She went with one of her friends, but her other friend owned it. Her other friend owned it and her other friend's getting married. And her fiance was not at the inn, but his best man was. And I I was suspicious that the fiance wasn't there, but that turned into nothing. So (laughs) it was a red herring. (laughs) It was. But from the the minute the book started there, for a reason I now I'm so old because I don't remember why and I didn't write it down they are like canoeing yes I don't know why they're not driving right I didn't I didn't understand (laughs) I did not understand that either because they got to the inn and they were supposed to be spending some time there but they didn't have any luggage because they were in their canoe (laughs) right because later on, Nancy had to, like, get a ride into town to get her car and some bags more clothes and to come back. And I thought, well, why didn't you just drive there in the first place? <laughs> yeah. So but it, it's a it's a dramatic thing. I, I can't think of the word uh, to have their first mystery happen. And somebody tries to throw like some sort of spear harpoony thing at them and they capsize. So now only do they not have clothes, but they are wet. Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) and they don't really seem very alarmed about it. I mean, they're a little bit alarmed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But like you and I would be like, that's it. We're going home. Right. This is the, I'm not, I'm not even going to check in to the lilac at this point. Someone has, has tried to harpoon us. It seems dangerous here. We're going. Yes. Was a revolving issue that I had with the book. Someone has robbed your house. But first, let's have breakfast. Someone has set off a time bomb. But first, let me investigate before we call the police. Someone has thrown a harpoon through the lens of your camera. But first, let me go see how Dick's best friend is. I just kept being like, "Eh, Nancy has questionable judgment, I think, at some point. At some point, you probably might want to involve the authorities as opposed to being like, yes, but let's have breakfast first. But I I have that uh, written down as well. I have something called the weird occurrence list. Canoe <laughs> mishap. Um, there was uh, diamonds stolen. A red truck tried to drive her off the road. A rock was thrown in her car. A bomb caused a cottage fire. Helen was hit on the head. There was a skin diving spear and which, again, they don't call it scuba diving. They call it skin right. diving. Right. I had to look it up. Yeah. There was an earthquake. Which, <laughs> and and then the lilac tree. Right. You know, the namesake of the lilac inn was hit by lightning, which I mean, that one is sort of nature. Right. right. But oh, and then also. So they're at this inn. They have a canoe mishap. And when they get there, uh. Nancy 
gets, I'm amazed by people getting phone calls at places when they're out of town. Like <laughs> you had to track someone down yes. and, and report something. So someone somehow knew she was at the Lilac Inn and told her that her, uh, her charge plate, or as we know it as credit card, right, <laughs> was was stolen and goods were taken, and she has to say that no, I didn't. I lost it. It seems to be missing, and I did not steal goods. So okay, this happens within the first like day of right. her. Uh, yeah, right, because her house is also robbed, right? When that's when the charge plate and some of her clothes. Oh, right. Her home, right. Her home is robbed and her right. poor housekeeper. Right. The dad's out of town. And I didn't realize Nancy Drew's mother has is passed. Yeah. Her friend Emily, who owns the inn, her mother, her both of her parents are dead. And I, I felt the whole time, like when I watch uh, Murder, She Wrote Now, like, are we sure that Nancy <laughs> isn't involved in all of these things because there's just too many things happening right and also what more did they have to cover in the rest of the books i mean there couldn't have been a calamity that wasn't in this book right so if i read another book it would just be to say like what else because there was a robbery there was an assumed identity there was a ghost there was uh you know a, a f overturned canoe there was robbery there was you know like it just went on and on and on right. the earthquake right the time bomb what the, other things could have right, happened there, in the there there was someone impersonating somebody right. else yeah. Right. And this book was also apparently the 1961 books were cut down to a shorter story than the 1930s book. And the plot was changed a little bit. So who knows what that 1930 book right. had going on in it? I think they actually changed the story a bit. I mean, really changed the story so that it had the same title, but it wasn't. It, and there was diamonds involved, and that's where right. the similarities. Yes. These also, in my mind, it was always Nancy Drew, girl detective. But she's not a girl detective because her friend owns an inn <laughs> and diamonds. And Nancy Drew is like, just like cavorting, but her dad's like, oh, well, be careful. And she's cavorting about town and interviewing suspects. And, and I was like, she's not a high school kid. I thought. The whole time I thought Nancy Drew was like this 16, 17 year old. Maybe that's because maybe movies made her to be girl detective. And, and I think uh, in in the older books, she was 16. Yeah. And in the newer books, she's 18. But OK, I but still know. 18. I question. I don't know. Do you, do you know anyone at 18 who is buying an inn with their fiance? No. no. <laughs> right. And I, I don't know. It just, it was, I was like, wait a second. Is she 30? <laughs> like, <laughs> She's actually 30. How does Nancy's friend have her act together? But then later on, they explained that her parents had died. Right. And left her the diamonds. So I guess maybe they, you know, had, had some inheritance money to purchase an inn. I don't know. Was... Yeah. And then like, oh, this is a good plot twist. The older aunt takes the diamonds from the safe deposit box and brings them to the inn. Gee, I didn't see a problem arising there. You right. know, it's like, okay, that was right. a far-fetched plot twist. Yeah. Or, or lack of twist. And then the whole they 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 suspected this one person. So but Nancy Drew was like, that's all right. I'll take her with me into town. Right. <laughs> 
Wait, you suspect her of being the thing, but you're like, no, 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 it's cool. We'll go. Yeah, Nancy didn't seem too good with the red flags. Right, which makes me question her ability to actually be a detective. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I noticed, well, it said, you know, she learned from her father and, uh, okay, because he was a, a lawyer or attorney, some prosecutor prosecutor right yeah and then but also the books were like beautiful nancy drew girl detective i mean it said girl detective maybe five thousand times yeah you know okay we know we get it and then but it was for like hazel the older woman was impeccably groomed hannah was a pleasant-faced woman like they were older (laughs) and they were not attractive anymore (laughs) but nancy and her friends were always attractive in every new scene you know yes a little weird yeah i don't i just i really wanted to like it i thought oh a mystery this is gonna be fun and i i couldn't stop reading it so another time when i didn't like the book i think this was with a sweet valley i couldn't i just couldn't it struggled to read it this one i could not stop reading because i was like no no (laughs) what no and people bought this and they were like you know what we need of this 300 more books (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know maybe your options were limited in the 30s about what you could read about (laughs) maybe there there wasn't the collection of young uh young adult literature that there is today right like this was a you know a a female protagonist and it was exciting to see her doing things it's hard to say I know it made me also want to read a Hardy Boys book. Yes, we should read a Hardy Boys book because I don't I don't remember I those no. at all. Is there a crossover like Murder, She Wrote and Magnum <gasps> P.I.? Is there a there crossover Hardy Boys? Nancy Drew? There totally should be because that that might be good. That would be very good. I was surprised there wasn't more romance in it. I will say, mm-hmm. you know, for like the ni- 1930s or even 1960s of like, and Nancy finds the, an attractive man and they decide to get married. Like, it, I, I thought, yeah. so, okay, I can get how that she's just an independent woman doing her really poor detectiving. But <laughs> um, I, I was nice that it wasn't always surrounding like, oh, I wonder if Biff is going to call. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think later on uh, they do give her a love interest, Ned, but then it's also, I believe, you know, he's there, but he's not overpowering the story and the plot line. Uh, I have written here with a smiley face because I giggled and this is very junior high of me, but she found an envelope stuck in the, (laughs) even say it in the crotch of the tree that made (laughs) me laugh. I was like, what? I, okay, that that word maybe had a different right. <laughs> meaning at that time, but they kept saying it, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> funny." Um, another thing that I, I found an article about, you know, the whole history of the Nancy Do Do <laughs> Nancy Do is a cousin of Franken. <laughs> she's 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 gonna get an endorsement deal with Mountain. Yeah. And it was the strangest thing because, okay, where, where did I put it? I didn't put it in a good place for flow. 
Oh, it's called The Not-So-Hidden Racism of Nancy Drew. Oh. And uh, it's about a woman, and she says that her first car's name was Nancy Drew. If you name your cars, that's a pretty decent name for it. But it just explains about how in the first book, there was an African-American name, Joe, and uh, they were at the police station and he nobody would listen to him, but everyone listened to her and how they had very different experiences being at the police station. And so in order to change that up uh they just in the 60s version just changed him to a white character so instead of dealing with the racism of the book they just made everybody white so i don't you know they didn't deal with the racism that just erased the racism yeah so but again it was 1960 a totally different time sure than we're in and another really strange thing the people who who originated these books, the Nancy Drew publishers were a company called the Stratemeyer Syndicate. They created and owned the Nancy Drew brand. And I feel like in the 1930s, the word syndicate would be even more bizarre than it is today. I know. I was going to say, it sounds like a like Al Capone like a criminal outlet, right? Right, right. They're, they're, you know, prohibition ended. They had the syndicate. They didn't want to change the name. And that was the Simon and Schuster took it over in 1979. But I don't know. I find syndicate a very strange word to use for a publisher. Yeah. And and then it explains the two Carolyn Keens. There was a woman named Mildred Wirt Benson, and she was the original one and wrote uh, 23 of the of the series. And then the second Carolyn Keene, while there was uh, a handful of ghostwriters, it says that the one I guess we would be most, well, not familiar with because we thought it was Carolyn Keene, but she wrote the outlines for uh, a majority of these books and her name was Harriet Stratemeyer. So I guess she was a relation, uh, maybe the daughter of (laughs) the syndicate. The syndicate. (laughs) Which... I, I, yeah. Oh, she was Harriet Stratemeyer Adams took over writing Nancy Drew outlines. And uh, they were saying, you know, a lot of the ghostwriters just, uh, they, this was a paycheck to them. They weren't necessarily writers. I mean, you know, as far as they wanted to write a great novel, they just were given an outline and yeah, and off, off they went. It was just a gig, right? But yeah, that was, yeah, a little weird story about the name of the publishers. But And and apparently I was the only one in all the articles I read who thought the word syndicate was strange. No, I thought that because when I saw it, I looked up, I was like, oh, the syndicate. It sounds very ominous. Yeah. Right. Which is why Nancy kept getting harpooned. Right. Because there was a syndicate involved. There was That's a syndicate involved. Right. <laughs> and there was, I mean, at the end, there was a whole, that was the other thing too. The end, it was like, what? What? Hold up. I got a there little was, confused. There was, it was very confusing and it didn't really, you know, usually they give you a little like tidbits along the way. It was just sort of like this whole other like record scratch. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. It was record scratch. Here's the mafia. Right? <laughs> and Nancy almost died on the boat with the jewels. Right. <laughs> Shoo. Fortunately, she was saved. Another near death. So I did find this interesting. At one point, they were 
saying like, oh, save that. We'll do fingerprint analysis. And I thought, it's the 1930s. They were not doing fingerprint analysis. So I looked it up. It said the first time they actually used fingerprint analysis to like convict someone was the 1910 court case and it had to, it took place in Chicago. So I thought, oh, well, now I have learned a little something because I thought, oh, here we fingerprint analysis that wasn't even around. And it (laughs) was. So uh, so there was that. But it just man, there was another part where there was like the security system was a book left on a shelf. And they're like, if someone comes in, they'll knock this book over. And I was like, that's your security system for this entire resort that you have? Was a book on a shelf or like on a windowsill? Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that's like the bucket that has water in it and (laughs) drenches you. They open the door. Ah, we've caught them (laughs) red-handed. I don't know. I just, I really wanted to enjoy this book. Um, I really wanted to be, you know, like, oh, this is so good. Because we, I have a couple in my library at school. Mm -hmm. um, And, uh, you know, with newer covers on them. And they never get checked out. And I wanted to be like, oh, if you want a mystery, this is going to be good. And I'm like, oh, I cannot in good conscience, Mm -mm. conscious, good conscience, recommend it to anybody. Because I just, although, I, like I said, I did not stop reading it. Mm -hmm. Just because I wanted to see what other calamities would ensue. (laughs) But it... It just was, it was too much. There was so little story in terms of just narrative. It was just like, oh, this awful thing happened. Then this awful thing happened. Then this awful thing happened. Then this awful thing yeah. happened. Right. And then we solved it. Right. With with a bunch of characters who weren't in the previous 100 pages. I mean, right. one of them kind of <laughs> came in at the end. Right. Right. Agreed. Yeah. It wasn't like a build up mystery right as you said this happened and then that happened and then okay we're gonna do a little teaser about nancy has a double who is trying to steal her identity and the first uh identity theft right but now we're gonna put a bunch of other red herrings in that don't have a lot to do with the story i mean how many times did nancy like go and get her scuba diving outfit on right a lot a lot of times yeah a lot of just this and that not really a mystery I remember it being more of a mystery yeah I I don't know why but I wasn't like oh my god that's who done it you know it was more like right oh okay so now she's mixed up with these hooligans in there because they (laughs) created a submarine and right oh yeah 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 that was the other thing too (laughs) 1930 like these people just made a submarine right was going through the going through the lake in right that in river height that that was like high tech i mean you know (laughs) yeah it was like a little submarine in the river i was like i don't know i just and i'm trying to be like maybe i'm just being too like old crotchety cynical like Mm -hmm. maybe if i read this when i was uh 10 or 11 or 12 i might be like oh and now a submarine you know maybe Mm -hmm. i would have been less like oh come on this is so dumb which is what i felt like when i was reading it this time yeah i read like the secret and the old clock i remember that was the one that i had uh, on my shelf growing up that i read a few times and i really enjoyed it i liked it i don't know if that had a better plot than this one but i uh thought this one because it you know it seemed like the one that people online again never trust people right. online but that's the one they seem to really 
enjoy and had the least far-fetched stories when I was going through and looking because even some of the summaries of other books I was like oh no that that seems like I'm not gonna want to read it uh and 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 there was so much stress on that you call people calling lilacs blue pipes and they kept and I was like no that I don't I was like, like stop the, trying to make it happen. Stop try- yeah. Fetch will never happen. Right. <laughs> it just was a little. Mm, I don't yeah. know. I would say, based on my reading of it, if you read them as a child and you loved them, then just let it remain in your memory as like wonderful <laughs> books. Don't reread them. Don't. don't. This is not how we remembered it. And you will. This is not. And you will not be upset that a bomb was set. Your clothes were destroyed. The clothes that you had to go drive in the car to get <laughs> after you came in your canoe, you had to go get more clothes. Right. And and then they were put on fire. And right, just right, because her car t- was stolen and put on yeah. fire, right? Or her yeah. car was stolen. No, the the place was put on. Oh, that's the right. Bomb. The lilac inn. Yeah. Because of the bomb was caught on fire, but her car also got stolen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her car got stolen. <sighs> yeah, I mean it was. It was a lot. She really maybe she needs to just sort of take a break and just sort of sit by yourself in a cabin and read a book for a little bit because yeah. there was a lot going on. Also, I'm thinking if she's girl detective, why was her her father at some point doesn't step in to be like, maybe, maybe no, Nancy, maybe you don't need to investigate this all on your own. Oh, a bomb, a bomb. Well, that's OK. You just be careful. <laughs> you're good, sweetheart. You're good. All right. You're good. Let's go. Oh, you're going to go to the suspect's house by yourself on the in like in an area that's known to be maybe a little bit rougher. Yeah, you know, you're cool. Go. It's OK. Go for Just, it. Again, be careful. Right. Yeah. Be, right. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that if I was staying at a resort that was bombed, I might my first call might be to the police. That might be my first call. Right. It wouldn't be to be like, oh, but. Well, they've made such a lovely breakfast. Let me have my granola first. I, I'm going to vote for the Alala berries. <laughs> right? I don't want these pancakes to go to waste. Yeah. I mean, listen, this questionable, bizarre waitress person who keeps being snotty. Right. You know, she's here in the kitchen. I just like to be a little present for her damaging comments. And right. uh Maybe put some shade on her to see maybe she's involved in these activities. Another one I want to know is how easy is it to um, uh, make fake diamonds and switch them out? Because that I was like, wait, and someone like created fake diamonds and switched them out. I was like, who's got access to that many fake diamonds? And who knew exactly how many diamonds were in the safe deposit box because it seemed to me like when the aunt or whoever she was put them out, it was like she was like, ta-da, and there was all shapes and sizes of diamonds. So then how do you know how to replicate these various sizes? Because Nancy said someone bumped into her on the street and then, oh, look, one of the diamonds. Well, it just, yeah, it seemed a little far-fetched. And uh, if you have million... Here's my little tip. If you have millions of dollars worth of diamonds, mm-hmm. do not let the insurance policy lapse. <laughs> right. 
That is a very good tip, Mandy. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I don't know anyone in that situation that has millions Mm -hmm. of dollars worth of diamonds sitting in a safety deposit box. But if you do, uh, just make sure you keep that insurance policy up because that was another, another, you know, key point in this book is that, oh, now the diamonds have been stolen and there's no insurance policy. It's left. Right. And there's no insurance policy. And make sure that when you are going to present the diamonds, you a maybe have a security guard around and B do it at a time where there are not strange happenings at your inn. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes. Your inn has already been robbed. It's haunted. It's, I don't know what, how, which other ones took place before this, the earth quake or whatever, but then like, Oh, you know what? Today, today is a good day to go get are millions of dollars worth of diamonds. You just go pick them up and put them in your purse and bring them on back. Yeah, put them in your purse, bring them back. And then we will present them at the table. And uh, I don't, were they supposed to put them in a safe? I don't know. I don't know what the plan was. I really don't. And I also don't, because they were like, we need these diamonds to keep the inn running. And I thought, well, well, you don't need them. Right, not at the inn. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. There were just so many like, what? Yeah. The, the part I really liked though was, um, there's a, a space in the, a secret passageway in the door. (laughs) Yes. There was also a secret passageway. There were so many things we still haven't hit on all of the like shocking elements of this book. Literally every three pages, there was some other, the lights have gone out. This right. person is mysterious. What? She looks exactly like Nancy Drew, but she has brown hair instead of black. <laughs> right. Just... right, right. Because I kept missing that part that she had the brown hair. But and I can your makeup. A, a non-professional actress was making her face look so much like. Like if I was like, I'm going to make myself look like Mandy. Right. I would have to be a really, really good makeup artist. Maybe she was. Right. You know, I it just seems a little. fool that many people. Right. She fooled that all many... the people at the store. Yeah. She fooled the police. She fooled, you know. Like... And then at the end of the book, they're like, Mr. Drew, which one is your daughter? And he, t- <laughs> he takes a minute. Uh, the one on the left. you know like like that's like you can be fantastic at makeup right but to fool your own father (laughs) is like another category right right (laughs) right i i had forgotten about i don't know it just i i I found it entertaining to read Mm -hmm. because it was so outlandish um, but I did struggle to understand why they were so popular. And I, it probably is because I'm older and right, like much more cynical, right? Yeah. Uh, than I would have been at a younger age. But yeah, uh, this one, uh, so many books we've read were like, this has held up. It stood the test of time. You should read it. It's great. This was not that book. This was not, for me anyway, no, was not same, that book. Same with me. And I don't know if, you know, I put on the mother shoes and I'm like, this is incredibly dangerous. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) It's so true. Oh, because apparently I think everything is, is dangerous. I, 
uh, recently saw a, a picture from college and we were all standing on the fraternity houses, like jut out roof that you had to get on after climbing out a window. And yeah. me today thought, oh my gosh, that's just going to collapse and we're all going down. And it, oh, wow. And I remember then I'm like, <laughs> I'm on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, we all made a lot of questionable choices. Right. And I, I even told Sophie, I go, don't go on a roof. It's just not a good idea. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But at the time. And so maybe that's what Nancy was. Maybe Nancy in her 40s is going to go, oh, what? I didn't call the police after the time mom went off. I made some bad decisions. Or maybe she was from such a small, trusting town could be that she just didn't notice you know she was a little more trustworthy well i'm mm -hmm. sure the bomb and the truck and the this and the that oh they all had a right. very sensible explanations if i could just figure out what it was yeah oh and the shark remember the shark in the river <laughs> right forgot it. right How could we forget so uh, yeah I, I, yeah maybe maybe she was like oh that's can be that's can be explained quite easily um and it's it's all good but yeah I, I i'm sure um i know for a fact that i i've made choices when i was uh mm -hmm. much younger that now i'd go oh my goodness if my own children were doing it so yeah you know but i mean it was it was fun to read because it was so kind of strange and not what i was expecting at all right I wonder in the if in all, you know, 300 ish books, is Nancy remained like the same age? Does Nancy? I, I, wonder I, think, if Nancy she, ever, did I she? think she does. Yeah. Because um, I would it would again. I mean, I've said this about multiple books. It would be interesting to see Nancy like as a, you know, 40 year old, 50 year old. Is she still a detective? Has she put that line of work behind her? What is she doing now? Has Nancy become, you know, the secretary of state or a FBI agent? In one article, I had said there were some new uh, series about it. And one of them, she was a, like a police detective. Oh, OK. But All then right. uh, someone said uh, then there was like the Nancy Drew Mysteries television show. And there they give her a little bit more of an updated. I don't know what year it was from, but apparently it starts out and she's like hanging with her boyfriend. And it was a little more uh, sensual than people were comfortable with oh. for the Nancy Drew character. So they tried to, you know, update her maybe a little too much. And that for traditionalist sure so i don't think any of them them have uh you know been that successful at least not that yeah or in a time when i would watch them or my kids would watch them or well it, it was certainly was an interesting read um you know it was it it made me really um chuckle at parts um yeah. it really made me <laughs> Uh, and I looked up things multiple times like, wait, hold up, the, you know, the fingerprint thing. So I learned all sorts right. about fingerprints and how those were used uh, um, and, you know, to learn how many of these books, you know, were written and the ghostwriting. And so there was a lot of really yeah. interesting information in it. Um, but again, I would just say that if you loved them as a kid, then just let that be your memory of them, um, because uh, 
I think you can't be older and not question some of the things that took place in them. Mm-hmm. De- definitely. I it, I mean, it was fun. It was quick. You know, if you now if you want to read it because of what we're saying, it, it won't take you long. No, you know? <laughs> again, or it's in that sweet spot, right? Less yeah. than like 200 pages, mm-hmm. uh, which is seems to be every every book we've pulled thus far um, really seems to be in that like sweet publishing spot. Mm-hmm. And I really did like uh, the descriptions of the clothes. That was fun. Like I wanted yeah. some of those dresses. So. Right. <laughs> so it was fun. So there were there were some redeeming qualities mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But so uh, Nancy Drew series, The Mystery at the Lilac Inn by Carolyn Keene was a um, was a, a interesting read, but not a recommended read. Yeah, not how we remembered it. So not mm. at all how we remembered it. But that's yep. why we're doing this, right? That's right. Not all of them. Not all of them can be bangers, <laughs> as the that's kids right. say. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today as we talked about um, the Nancy Drew book. If you have other ideas mm-hmm. of books we should read, yeah. let us know. We uh, have not removed ourselves um, from any podcasting series. We don't. <laughs> we, we're, we don't get political. No. So we are still available on Spotify and Apple yes. and Google and uh, wherever mm-hmm. you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah. You can find us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, you want to give us a review or a like. That would be fantastic. Right. Tell your friends about us and let us know what other books you think we should uh, check out. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.